Bill Lytell, a senior pastor of Gospel Baptist Church of Benita Springs, back again. Another thought I wanted to share with you and kind of encourage you, this is a life-changing thought. I hope you listen to this to the end. Uh, you remember the children of Israel came out of Egypt, went through all of what they went through, came, finally came up to the promised land they had been promised uh, by God from the very beginning. And they come up to it, Kadesh Barnea, and they decide to send 12 spies into the land to spy the land out, kind of figure it out, get a game plan on how they're going to take it. Now, there was no question that God had sent them out of Egypt to take this land. That was why they saw the 10 great miracles, the crossing of the Red Sea on dry land, the eating of the manna by day. Uh, all of that was uh, uh, God's preparation for them to come to this place where about a year after they left Egypt, they're standing at the entrance of this beautiful land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, the problem is it's possessed by seven nations greater than they are, more uh, warrior-type nations. Uh, these children of Israel were builders, uh, farmers. They were not warriors, but they had God, Jehovah God, on their side. So they come to the to this place, send 12 spies. 12 spies go through the land, come back, back and you know the story. The 10 of those spies gave a very negative report, very uh, skeptical report. You know, the sky is falling. These people are giants. Uh, they have iron chariots. Uh, they're men of war. They got walled cities. Uh, maybe they saw Jericho. Possibly Jericho had an 80-foot wall around his city. Um, there was no way in the world. They had no access to weapons of war. And how in the world were they going to conquer this land with that kind of people? There were two other of those spies, Caleb and Joshua, who came back with a completely different report. Now, these 12 people saw the same thing, but came back with a different report. How is that? Two of these people believed the difficulty and the trouble that they were facing was nothing more than a thing called, and we'll say it with you, miracle space. In other words, the trouble and the, uh, the walled cities and the iron chariots and all that was just God, God allowing them that, to uh, see his power in conquering in spite of those things. So Caleb and Joshua had faith to believe that the God that they served could do anything and nothing was impossible to him. And they also simply believed what he said was true. They believed God was true. They believed God was trustworthy. Do you? You know, when first time, this first sight of difficulty, the first sight of trouble that comes into your life, don't throw your hands up and say, God's forsaken me. God don't love me. I must have, oh, whoa, whoa, and panic and run the other way. That's what the 10 spies did. To be the two spies, Joshua and Caleb, and say, hey, this trouble I'm having is nothing more than miracle space for God to work. The thing is that we have to give God some space to work. Give him some miracle space. I found this quote one time, and I think it's great. It says, unbelief puts our circumstances between us and God, but faith puts God between us and our circumstances. I believe that's F.B. Meyer. Now, look, folks, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have walled cities ahead of you and possible situations, things that make you literally your blood run cold, but you serve the God that made the blood. You serve the God that made the walled city, that made the rocks to make the walled city. 
There is nothing impossible with God. Nothing's going to overcome us. We indeed, as born-again Christians, are overcomers. This is not pie in the sky. This is not health and wealth gospel. This is old-fashioned Bible truth. I hope it helps you. Miracle space.